Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Four Center Podcast feed. I'm Ken Abside for another edition of the big show, the main show, the Life Day Celebration of our Star Wars movie. Here it is, guys. Episode 89. We are going to take a look at Ray's parents again. It's a roundup of all those stories. It's almost forgotten. Well, it's not completely forgotten, but we're going to talk about that. But also, this is a very special week, and Joseph Scrimshaw and Jennifer Landa are here for a Life Day mini celebration of sorts, Jennifer. Oh my gosh, I wait for this occasion all year. <laughs> Who am I kidding? I watch it all the time. No, uh, yes, this is a very a holiday near and dear to my heart. Yeah, it's a beautiful, special day, and not just because it's also my wedding anniversary. It's more important that it's Star Wars. No, yes. No. yes. It's about the same. About, it's about the same. About my the wedding same. anniversary yeah, on I, Life Day. Yeah, yeah. I, think, uh, I think your wonderful wife would understand completely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, She's know. totally down with it. Ab- yeah. Absolutely. Jennifer, we've talked about this before, but for those newer listeners that we might have here, and we thank you for joining us on this Four Center journey, Life Day, and this, more specifically, the Star Wars holiday special is something that's near and dear to you. Mm-hmm. What, where, why, how? In the name of Akmena, did this happen? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not quite sure why I love it so I think because it represents the the ba- quote unquote bad side of Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it just is a little odd. Um, yeah. And the fact that it even got made where the Wookiees are speaking in their native <laughs> tongue with no <laughs> subtitles. For just like, going. For extended periods yeah. of time. You know, you're just kind of pantomiming. 
It's a lot. It's a lot. But uh, that's why I love it because yeah. it's so bizarre. You know, it almost does have like a DIY aesthetic, which yes, you also love too because it's, I mean, TV in the 70s, variety show in the 70s was basically modern day DIY. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's a lot of hot rubber glue guns, right, going on in that scene? Yeah. That whole special? <laughs> that whole special, the other costumes, the it's, Yeah, it is uh, the bad side of Star Wars is a good way to look at it. And, you know, it's you, Joseph, who've said, I think before I even really knew you, I think I heard this thing about Star Wars fans. We agreed there's one great movie, one good movie, <laughs> and some okay movies, and we have fun with it. You yeah. Know, I'm paraphrasing your great bit here, but that, that's, that's true in the holiday special. Special, uh, the the quote of George Lucas of I don't even know. We just these guys did variety shows, and we told them fine use the characters. Like, yeah, right. and then his famous line of If I could, I'd smash every copy in existence. <laughs> uh, and I, I do, don't tell George, but I finally have an official copy, like oh, a yeah. CBS Ooh. feed copy. I won't tell anyone how I got it. But oh. It was a gift before I left my last job. Nice. And, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna break it out this year. Mm. Break yeah. it out this year with commercials. Uh, it might be. I don't yeah. know. That's a good oh. thought because it's from like it's like from CBS. All right, back yeah. In the day, I advise watching with the commercials because then you can kind of see the world in which this was made. Yes. If you're not alive and sentient when this was released, <laughs> you can kind of see like, oh, look at those commercials. Oh, yeah. There are a lot of slow, weird things yeah. in the world. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. I was alive, but goo goo gagging about that time. <laughs> uh, maybe a little bit more. I'd be about two. You had object permanence. Yes. I was grabbing things and throwing things. <laughs> you were remembering that things exist when you don't see them. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I doubt anything like this would ever be made today. Yeah. But uh, before we get into our main topic, I think we should have some fun discussing the idea of if we were to put together a modern Star Wars holiday special, what would that look like? Yeah. You know, Joseph, you had a chance, uh, you've put together a lot of great comedy shows. <laughs> stand-up shows that are not just stand-up shows, they have themes behind them or yeah. themes to them. I've always been impressed with the, the your ability to take comedy as, as it's normally presented and, and put it from a different cer- certain point a of certain view. A certain point of view, yeah. Uh, you might be a good producer for a Star Wars, ho- Star Wars holiday special. I would love it because I think you can ride the line of being a little bit lighthearted, a little bit of the right kind of comedy, as long as it comes organically from the characters in stuff that isn't uh, too real world. Like, I yeah. think that's a part of the holiday special that's like, you know, ultimately unacceptable to me is like when the real world invades yeah star wars world too much yeah. but you know yeah. i feel like you could absolutely do uh, i'm sure this is what you're gonna say <laughs> jennifer i'm just guessing uh maz Kanata anthology right yes i mean we've seen yeah. that a little bit with forces of destiny i think that's yeah. my main thing of like maz retelling the story oh yeah so you can have the variety show flavor like all of the stories are still in the spirit of star wars mm. But life days through the generations. Here was yeah. what ancient Wookiees did. Here was a, a, this strange battle that happened during the Galactic Civil War. Here's yeah. how people who celebrated on different planets, like it spread from Kashyyyk. And yeah. Conflicts that happen, yeah. told in all sorts of different ways. It'd be beautiful. I, I, I could get behind that. I, my, my modern Star Wars holiday special needs at one point... Um, Yoda, Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, and Anakin in, mm. in the forms that we see them, the ghosts, the force ghosts, yeah. sitting around having a good old campfire talk about life days past and the meaning of life and like a, like a sing-along, like a Disney movie, <laughs> or uh, sitting around the campfire and Three Amigos. You want singing force ghosts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, tapping, All in. Tapping and bobbing their heads along, you know, I, 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 mine needs that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Do you think, Jen, who would you cast in kind of, you know, the lead of this story? Because Chewbacca was definitely the lead, but, you know, um, we we got, uh, you know, Mark Hamill's involved, Mark unfortunately. Hamill, yeah. Harrison, Harrison Ford, Ford involved, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who, who would you put at the lead of this one? I mean, if I were to use the original characters from the original holiday special, be Arthur, of course, as okay. Ak- Mena, and having that really be the hub, the the cantina, um, and she just was such a great character that I wanted to see more of. Which we're slowly seeing more of, and we yeah. slowly yeah. are seeing more of yeah. her. But I, I, I mean, honestly, you could probably air the holiday special on Adult Swim right now, oh. and <laughs> it, people would love it. Yeah, right? Yeah, there's a lot of what they're making fun of. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So. I I think that it would play very well, but I love the idea of a Maz Kanata, kind of what they're doing with Forces of Destiny, yeah. where she's telling, you know, setting up these stories and talking to the audience, yeah. you know, talking to camera. It could be like Joseph, you're saying, like celebrations through the 
through time, right? Yeah. You can jump back and forth. Yeah. You know, dig into the family because yeah. that's the truth mm. of holidays here is it's the joy and sometimes for some of us in certain situations, the terror of the family terror, yeah. and how is it navigated. And there's yeah. so many Star Wars families that have had a rough time. Yeah. So to see, like, you know, man, like, mm-hmm. could be a, a cartoon, but Han and Leia kind of in the prime of their wedding with young Ben yeah. trying to have a holiday, but there are pressures, <laughs> there are disagreements. Oh, Leia, yeah. cook that turkey. I got burnt it last year. <laughs> no, I don't do that for you, Han. Let's have Ben do it. Yeah, I could see uh, that. The grav ball is on. Yeah, to watch the grav ball. Um, I would like um, Poe to pop in at one oh, point. Yeah. Give the gift mm. of a jacket. <laughs> you know. Yeah, imagine a it. whole tree full of jackets. You look good in that. Yeah. BBA degrees. Oh my god, that would work. Oh my yeah. gosh, now how perfect would that be for Oscar Isaac to sing he and could dance. dance? Absolutely. And I believe that the actual character Poe Dameron would sing and dance. Oh, absolutely. like in universe. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, oh. absolutely. I want that in there. Finn would be a great. Uh, I can dance anything, anything, anything you want. <laughs> um, you know, maybe we get to see. Ray spent her first life day with friends and family now. Oh, yeah. You know? Which she considers her family now. Oh, yeah. Chewie takes some porks back to Kashyyyk. Oh, my gosh. The possibilities are truly endless. (laughs) I did want to point out that after we thought of having this discussion, I was going through for questions, and I noticed that uh, one of our our listeners and supporters had actually asked this question. Really? So I did want to give a shout-out to him, too. Uh, Uh, Our friend Mark, whose name that we have, Ken, you and I have tried to say correctly. Knopp? Yeah, I'm, you know what? I'm just going to spell it. K-N-O-O-P. <laughs> and, and he's... Good old K-N-O-O-P. Mark has uh, perhaps tweeted us the correct pronunciation 20 times. Yes. At this point, I think I'm the jerk. No, yeah. but I think I go with Knopp. Knopp? Knopp. It's like a baseball player name. Yeah, at one point, I believe he said it's like rope. He's going to love that we're having Knope? a long conversation. Oh, oh wait, yeah, no, Knope. it's Knope. It's Knope. It's Knope? I'm I, putting my public credits on Knope. that. Okay. Not Nope. No, I think it's Canope. Canope. Because I have a friend, comedian Matt Knudsen. Oh, okay. Yeah, where I would drink Knudsen's, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. kefir yogurt drink, yeah, you know? Right. But he's like, no, it's it's Knudsen. Yeah. Knudsen. So I don't All right. Know. But well, Mark's nope. a dedicated listener despite our ignorance. He is a very Mark. good listener, and I have faith I have yet again mangled his name, but I wanted to give Mark credit for also... Coming yeah. up with this great topic, the modern day Star Wars holiday special. Yeah, I think, it, I think you do. Get Luke in there telling a tale. <laughs> I want it now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. You know, me and Laura Santeca went around the galaxy, and we've <laughs> seen a lot of life days. In fact, I remember my first life day with Chewbacca. Yeah. And reminisce. Oh. Do a cutback. The ripple to Mala. Kyber crystal. Itchy and lumpy. Yeah. 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 That would be good. Uh, you're out there uh, listening. Go to our Facebook page. Like the page if you haven't already. And on the Facebook page, leave us your full rendition and pitch for Modern Holiday Special. Oh. And we'll check in there for that one. Uh, driving you all to the Facebook page if you haven't checked it out. But let's get to our main topic today. Ray Is she a Skywalker? Palpatine Kenobi. That used to be all the rage coming out of The Force Awakens. And with good reason, because that movie definitely makes you wonder... Who is Ray's parents? Who are Ray's parents? Who we be Ray's parents? Um, you who would have been? Who been would Ray's have been parents. been Ray's parents? Um, and uh, really, for the first time in Star Wars, I think a big question was asked. We didn't really get that before. Uh, there was a reveal: Vader being Luke's father. You might have wondered, going out of uh, a New Hope, well, they talk about his father, but he's a freighter on a on a a pilot on a freighter ship. So, so uh, we're not worried about it. But uh, it, it added a new wrinkle to Star Wars, which I thought was great. But that's also kind of, as time's moved on, uh, not been as much of the forefront. Some comments from Ryan Johnson have made us think that maybe it's not important or not important to us, but might be important to her, et cetera, et cetera. So, Joseph, we wanted to take a look, round up the stories, and check back in with the theories on Ray's parents. Yeah, it just felt like the right time because we're heading into The Last Jedi, and the three of us haven't talked uh, in a while about what we think is the likelihood, mm-hmm. what we personally want. And I also kind of want to talk as we go down the bullet list of each one of like how it might play out in the story. Cause right. that's what we really know from Ryan Johnson's quote. Yeah. We know that this is going to be an answer that is going to be satisfying to be revealed 
in a three-minute scene, <laughs> probably, <laughs> yeah. because a, a five-minute uninterrupted scene, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I don't think the opera scene is even five minutes long. Right. So, you know, the, the theories that are amazing out there that you got to pull down the flow chart, that's not happening in The Last Jedi. <laughs> not. Or it's just being thrown out that, hey, you're a Kenobi. Cool. We'll talk about it later right. in a book. Bye. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So I want to talk about all those things, <laughs> how it's going to be presented, what we want, the likelihood. <laughs> Okay, thanks, bye. Okay, thanks, bye. <laughs> Thank You're a Kenobi. Bye. Uh, so let's start with the main one. Yeah. We've been told that this is the saga of the Skywalkers. We got a couple Skywalkers still in the movies, but Rey is the protagonist. So, by definition, is Rey a Skywalker? How do we feel about the main one? It's so funny because I, I still occasionally pop back to the idea that she is a Skywalker, and not just a Skywalker, but... Luke Skywalker's kid. Yeah. Because of that quote, that this is the story of the Skywalkers. That's yeah. the main saga. And yes, Ben technically has Skywalker blood coursing through those veins, uh, you know, but it's it's a little different. It's not Ben Skywalker, Kylo Skywalker. Yeah. It's Ben Solo or Ben Organa Solo, you know, and yeah. there's a lot of different ways to look at it that isn't Skywalker. Yeah. So I still sometimes almost want to go to Vegas and put a bet down on Luke Skywalker's daughter. Yeah, like it was a great, impressive con that the simple answer, we had two years to twist ourselves in knots, and the simple answer was just, she looks like a Skywalker. She's powerful in the forest. That lightsaber's calling to her. Yeah. Skywalker. Skywalker. How do you feel, Jennifer? Yeah, you know, now that that I've had time to process all of this, I kind of, it makes sense with the way that things would rhyme. Of course she's a Skywalker. Why? Why? Because it, it, like they're saying, all these, all these quotes lead us to that. Um, it's just such an obvious answer <laughs> that mm. it sometimes is like you, our mind wants to take us to different places. Like she's, you know, generated from Luke's hand. Um, <laughs> but the simple answer is probably the most obvious. I, she's Luke's daughter. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, what do you, do you feel like we've seen any evidence for that? Like we've got to spend a lot of time with Anakin. We've got to spend time with Luke. Are there any essential Skywalker traits or behaviors that Ray has displayed? I mean, there's those videos and, and photos of, you know, this look, that look. I think even, uh, didn't Hamill tweet one again recently about the, uh, like, the scrunched up face fighting yes, a lightsaber? Yes, did. Yeah. yeah. It's when she's he's firing the blaster. Yeah, yeah she's firing um, the blaster. Takadana. And he's on his uh, he's, back yeah, in Empire. batting Vader's lightsaber away, and they're both making that big scrunchy face. Right, right. Mm. So there's some of those things, and those things were amusing, and, and I think held some weight. Coming out of Force Awakens, Jennifer, right? Like, we weren't crazy for looking at some of this stuff and thinking that. No, and then I'm just thinking about, I think it was at Star Wars Celebration, Mm -hmm. where Mark Hamill said, he called uh, Rey my daughter. Right. Which was like, what? You know, and of course, everyone laughed it off and whatnot. But what what if, you know? I I think it's definitely a possibility. I've grown to like it. Yeah. I didn't like it at first, and I don't know why. Yeah. Um, I think uh, this will lead me into kind of the next thing I wanted to talk about with the Skywalker thing. Like, I I think that uh, beyond just like the, oh, she lives on a desert planet, just like Anakin and Luke and all that. Uh, this combination of really earnest kind-heartedness that's mm-hmm. like come out in the Forces of Destiny videos mm-hmm. and being very stubborn yeah. and very set in her way. And then it's looking like in The Last Jedi, as soon as she gets a little bit of power, she wants to run off and do something with it. Like Those all seem to me Skywalker right. traits mm, right. where the character is sort of in line. So I like that. Where I get hung up is if she is Luke's daughter or even Leia's daughter, mm-hmm. what is the convoluted story of her getting no, I know people have a ton of theories, but I'm yeah. asking you, you two yeah, at this yeah. table with me, if you have any sort of theories or how that works. Uh, if 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 uh, if she's Luke's daughter, I think it becomes a um, you know I'll say Mara Jade situation, but it's not Mara Jade. Oh, okay, oh, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Oh, maybe it's straight uh, up Mara Jade. Maybe it's straight up Mara Jade. But no, I, I think maybe that could be part of Luke's exploration, though it's. Would it be 20 years prior? Because I think in story raised 20, yeah. right? And Kylo about 30. So, yeah. Um, yeah and and I'm, not, I'm not saying like a, quote, mistake, but maybe things started to change for him and his view of what the Jedi was. I don't know. It seems like that happens later and that he was so focused 
on building a new Jedi Academy and, yeah. and new Jedi that, that that's where it starts to fall apart for me. Right. Yeah. Um, it's not like Luke had a lonely weekend and this weird family storyline pops up and he's like, no, I don't want the kid. Like that's pretty, <laughs> that's not great storytelling. That wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't fit into the star Wars world, but unless he felt, Oh gosh, I have to give her away. I have to hide her. I don't know. Yeah. And there's things getting complicated in the timeline with Bloodline happening six years before Force Awakens, yes. right? And the, the Luke's Jedi Order hasn't fallen yet. Right. Yes. So, no, that's a great point. So that's some of those time. great theories of, you know, she was really powerful at his academy and then it got destroyed when she was five, like that doesn't work time right right now right so yeah yeah, jennifer how do you feel if han or and leia gave her up or if luke had a babe maybe is luke such a bad dad that uh he got a space lady pregnant and he just (laughs) never knew oh no you know now as we're talking about it you start to dissect it it doesn't really it doesn't fit it doesn't fit with luke's story it doesn't but it does fit with leia and han potentially i tell you this one is a shocker because i i think i could see this one actually being true mm. um she exhibits a lot of 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 leia's traits that that kind mm. of stubbornness yeah um right. but uh, i don't know there's there's a possibility and maybe maybe mm. the reason why they decided to hide her mm. is because Ky- they knew they sensed this with kylo of him going bad they were worried that kylo was going to hurt ben was going to hurt mm. ray oh and and so they went and they had to leave her to Protect in order to protect her. So, and I'm gonna, I you know, not I don't want to say poke holes, but it's a to counter that. That's okay. not a bad idea. Why do you think would they have never gone back at any point? You know, let's play that theory out. What could be the reasons that they're like? We left our daughter there. Yeah, oh. Let's not go back to Jakku. Yeah. Crap, she found us. <laughs> I think the only way would be like for for her sake, for her life, essentially. Yeah, to if, know it's that, that, if it's that important. Yeah. If it's that important, you know, why somebody would give up their child for adoption because they're hoping that this child is going to have a better, better life. life. Yeah. See, now, I know a lot of people have strong opinions that Han and Leia know who she is. Mm-hmm. I think the movie is really well constructed, mm-hmm. so you can read it that way, or you can just read it that they've been around the galaxy and they're intuitive and they understand the kind of situation that she's going through. Right. Yeah. The thing that gets tri- me tripped up is what is going on with Han and Leia in The Force Awakens is their relationship with their child, yeah. with Kylo, with trying to save him. So it's weird to me to think that they come back together and like we got to we got to try to save Kylo. Yeah. Let's just not talk about our daughter over there that we both know is our daughter. Yeah, right, right. right. Like, that, here's that, our focus, our son. That, yeah, our daughter's fine. That look of, of Han in the, in the Falcon uh, cockpit, uh, she's talking about the world and all the green. and, and it, It's a weird look. It's a weighted look from Han. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, um, I think you're really, really frame by frame in it if you think Han <laughs> is like, oh, I feel so guilty leaving you on Jakku. He just hasn't spent time with a non-jaded asshole. Right. right. To me, right. in years, they're just like, oh yeah, I forgot about like innocence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look yeah. at that. Yeah. And I, I think I, I took it as that. Yeah. So that's where you're right. And even the idea of, of thinking it's it's Luke's child is is falling apart in my head again. Yeah. As it did before. Yeah. Based on that, the fact that The Last Jedi isn't just some big paternity case. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it was called Witch Jedi, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so let's move on to the next big theory. Is Ray a Kenobi? Yes. I mean, sorry. Yes. Again, we're yes. Uh, yeah. The, the first person who threw this one out at me was, uh, I think, the second viewing was my wife, Sarah. Like, Kenobi. I'm like, wow. I, didn't, yeah. I was so hung up on Skywalker and not Skywalker. Right. Uh, so how, what, do you, what do you think? Uh, feelings on this. Uh, do you want this to be true? If so, how? I, of all the theories out there, this is the one I'd have the most fun yeah. with mm. uh, if it if it was was true. I, I like the connection to Obi Wan. It would make sense, you know. But but when Force Awakens ended, remember we all kind of had this thought of Luke's first words are going to be like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah, finally." And and now we're thinking that that might not be the case. No, no, no. I'm not even talking about rumors of specific lines, but just like his attitude of like, yeah. go away. Who are you? Why do you have my lightsaber? Yeah. 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 That seems more accurate to what's going on, but maybe he, maybe even he learns it. Maybe, you know, 
I don't know. I just like the connection to to Obi Wan. It was something. There's something about that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Jennifer, do you like Kenobi? And I'm gonna say I think this one's really plausible. <laughs> they all seem really plausible, but I I do feel like this is one that's not quite as obvious, but that would be very satisfying to watch. Mm-hmm. I think connecting the threads in in that way, and of course, would set it up perfectly for a standalone Obi Wan film. Yes. So uh, yeah, I don't know. And this I, is a good one. We had fun over Collider and other people did with the the Duchess Satine theory that yeah, I, right. I thought uh, I, I could see her, him and Satine you know maybe something happened you know but Satine wouldn't have um, the age doesn't match up and uh, you know it, it becomes a granddaughter situation yeah. and you, right. then it's like who's in between and then you start playing this timeline game and you know it's not Ezra it's not Sabine it's not that so um, you know though uh, I don't think it's Ezra but there's more chance of it being Ezra than other people. That was her dad? Uh, yeah, in my mind, there's 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 a possibility. So are you, are you going like full crazy timeline? Like yeah. uh, like Duchess uh, Satine Duchess gives birth to a daughter yeah. who hooks up with Ezra, Ezra. and then make Ray. That is a that's a hell of a family yeah. forestry. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's, but, and and that's that's what I'm saying. And then yeah. you start looking at these. You know, I always say facts. Uh, you know, no good theory lets facts get in the way. Um, and that one in particular has a lot of things that need to happen, and you got to bend some stuff. Yeah. I I feel pretty good about this one. I would be very happy with it, yeah. and I think there is a high likelihood. Mm. Because if yeah. you don't want to go Skywalker and you want her to be uh, tied essentially to the heart of Star right. Wars, mm-hmm. and you get that great inversion that a lot of people have pointed out of mm-hmm. a Skywalker training, a Kenobi. Right. Uh, it's also something where it will have weight to us, the audience, but it wouldn't. Like if if Luke and Ray go into their, their watery force cave and Luke has a vision and has the epiphany of like, Mm-hmm. You are in line with Obi Wan Kenobi, one of the greatest Jedi ever, and Ray'd be like, "Who? Who?" Yeah. And Luke would be like, "No, but this is really important," and that's yeah. that's then satisfying for us in the audience. Yeah. But it doesn't change Ray's journey right then. Exactly. Right? It does maybe in a future movie, maybe in a book. Yeah, and the fact, obviously, you know, Kenobi factoring into her Force vision, right? Yeah. Her first steps, all that kind of stuff. That that's why that stuff again started spinning out of control a little bit of, of these theories. And and that so if it's not a Kenobi, she's not related to Obi Wan, then that to me really needs to be explained why Obi Wan's showing up in her Force visions. Yeah. So Obi Wan just must have strong opinions about yes. her destiny. Still. Yeah. yeah. He still can't stay out of anybody's business. Yeah. Do you feel same question kind of where we talked about with uh, uh traits. Are there any essential Kenobi traits in Ray that we're seeing? Any behaviors? Like people do the surface level things of like here's a shot of her skulking around Starkiller Base right. just the way Obi Wan Kenobi like <laughs> yes. so she inherited his skulking <laughs> DNA. <laughs> she goes shutting down tractor beams. Yeah. 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 So, I mean obviously there are similarities in the way they're shot and everything. Uh, you know, I mean the action, the skill set, uh, you know, uh, yeah, there's a little bit of that. I don't know, but uh, it's tough to say because there's different versions of Kenobi to draw from. Yeah. There. I mm-hmm. think she looks, she feels more like a Skywalker or, or even a Solo to me than a Kenobi. Yeah. yeah. But, you know. She's really good with the mind tricks. She, yeah, so there, yeah. I remember Kenobi that trait? one popped out. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But, don't you know. know, was that a Kenobi skill set? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. We here in the Kenobi family, really good with mind control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you have any other Kenobi thoughts or feelings, Jennifer? No, I don't. I, I, I just, you know, I just keep coming back to them saying that her, her parents are not as significant you know, her past is not as significant. It's about where she's going. Mm-hmm. And all of these revelations, Skywalker, Kenobi, it would be, that would be huge. That'd be truly significant. Yeah. So that's what the only, mm-hmm. my only drawback with these. Okay. So if you were putting betting money on it, you feel like Kenobi is low? I would say, I, yeah, that used to be my number one pick. Mm-hmm. But now, now I'm going with, with Luke. Okay. No, I don't know. I don't know. I, just, I don't gamble in Vegas. I shop. Listen. Oh. <laughs> That's a t-shirt, right? Yeah. I mean, it's true. I mean, it should be. If it's not, get on. Stop the podcast right now and make that t-shirt. Uh, uh-huh. oh my gosh, That's yeah. that is the dream of blogs. Uh, that, okay, so hey, I think Kenobi is is a uh, uh, fairly likely myself, partially because yeah. there is the movie and there's room to explore it. Yeah. Right. So let's move on to, uh, I think, a little bit more unlikely that Ray is a Palpatine. Yes. So now we really get into the how. Like with with uh, yeah. Skywalkers and Kenobi, you got to play family forestry and maybe yeah. you get some characters from Rebels. But Palpatine, ooh, we have to start thinking about either 
sex or dark magic. And we'd rather <laughs> think about dark magic, wouldn't yes, we? Yes, yeah. Palpatine. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, oh, sheev. So, yeah, the, this when, when this one popped up, because you, your first reaction is, oh, Luke. And then, oh, Kenobi, oh, that's interesting. Those are, those are plausible, predictable, not boring, but like, okay. But I remember the first time this one really surfaced. I was yeah. like, oh, that's cool. That'd be really different. Yeah. I just don't see how. Timeline-wise, it's interesting. Again, she might be a granddaughter situation. Then the clone stuff kind of opens up. The Luke Luke severed hand things. All this yeah. kind of weird stuff starts to open up the Palpatine one. But Sheev has a family. You know, uh, the events of Darth Plagueis oh, aren't canon. Yeah. But he came from a family. He, he you know, he, he takes care of that family in a bad way. Yeah, in the <laughs> and, book, novel. yeah. So um, could there be another Palpatine out there? You know, it, it, but it opens up a lot. But it was the first time I went, oh, cool. Mm, probably not. Yeah. So, yeah, if it is a force line, it could be like, yeah, the lineage is up to a brother or a daughter of Palpatine, not Palpatine himself. Right. Is that what you're... Yeah. Yeah. That's intriguing. Yeah. How do you feel about this, Jennifer? Is that a fun inversion to have our new hero be the progeny of this horrible evil and show that somebody can overcome their... Uh, their roots? Sure. It would be interesting. It's a little kooky <laughs> for my life. It is. It is. Um, but it also, you know, how, how explains how powerful she is, how she's able to go up against Kylo Ren, um, and mm. how quickly she has access to these powers. It also puts in a new light the trailer, the mm-hmm. Awake trailer, yeah. where he's like, this is not going to go the way you think, and maybe she actually is exhibiting these dark side tendencies, and she's yeah. looming over Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's a little kooky for me. Yeah, so far what her dark side tendencies are just to me is someone who's frustrated wants to know more wants to do good wants to be part of something but is trying to get answers and so there's some frustration frustrations you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah exactly i don't see it as dark stuff i love the idea of dark ray i can get behind some of those ideas and theories it's it's an interesting swerve to the story but it it's not it's not menacing yeah you know? mm-hmm. she's poised to if she falls to the dark side to do it for all of the reasons that the classic and prequel trilogies have set up of because yeah. she wants to defend her family the people she cares about you know she's made this attachment yeah. to han and finn and she might want revenge yeah right. but that's different than suddenly she's like yeah bubbles the evil of palpatine yeah. bubbles up inside and her forehead gets real bumpy <laughs> you know oh my God. i don't think that's yeah. gonna happen yeah right. now just just for fun if it is it's a direct line for palpatine she is palpatine's granddaughter yeah what do you want do you want would you want that to be crazy Sith magic? Would you want that to be clone business? Would you? Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about clone business by itself. Clone business. But would you want it to be clone business? or? I would. I want it to be that, and I want that to be a little bit why Snoke is interested, or a lot, oh. of, a lot of bit why okay. Snoke is interested. That, you know, Snoke is aware of Palpatine. You know, we talk about yeah. he watched the Empire fall. Is what we're learning. And I, I, I am of the opinion that Snoke is Snoke. He's just some some creature from the unknown regions or whatever. Um, but I, that he that he had an eye on Palpatine, you know. And I believe, you know, in the novels, it, it kind of establishes that that Palpatine felt something out there, may have been contacted by in some sort of yeah. weird way. There's the answers are still forthcoming, but I could see that tying a little bit into that, and maybe. The idea of why Rey would be on Jakku, which was the planet that was so important to the Emperor, yeah, for his unknown region's adventures. Yeah, mm. interesting. Yeah, and I think the strongest point on Rey being a Palpatine is that stabby lightsaber move that she does. Oh, right. That we've only seen <laughs> yes, Palpatine yes. do. Yes. Or, or Sidious in yes. particular. And yeah. I remember yeah. seeing that for the first time going... That was like Palpatine. Yeah, it's like, really? whoa. Oh, no, I, I thought right away. It's like, she, she did, oh, I can't wait it was. to. Oh, oh. Her McDarmon had the same style. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, she made better fighting noises, I think. Yes. yes. Anyway. <laughs> uh, now we're getting down to, I think, one of the most popular ones is that she just does not have parents we've met before. Mm-hmm. Her parents are random Antilles, because there's a lot of them yeah. in the galaxy. She's yeah. Ray Antilles, not related to Wedge, not related to Remus, just <laughs> another Antilles. What do you guys think about that, both likelihood and your desire for it? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. What? I know you this don't, please it? don't. Oh, oh. I, so here's the, I think this is the most likely answer. Yep. Okay, but um, I'm I'm looking ahead to one of your follow up questions here, Joseph, and I got some notes in front of me. There's a follow up question that 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 kind of undercuts that. Okay, and that is how does Bob and Jane Antilles <laughs> and their daughter Raylinda 
<laughs> tie into the saga and yeah. tie into the big picture. And right. it doesn't make sense to me no. that some random girl, not that it couldn't be, but it doesn't make sense in this saga film that a random girl on Jakku just happens to be the most powerful force user ever. You know yeah. what I mean? And not that that's confirmed by her. We don't know her midichlorian count. But um, you know what I mean? Like It's like that. that's out of left, almost out of left field and too simple for me. Yeah, yeah, I have that concern as well. How about you, Jennifer? Yeah. You, you, you at one point you really liked this theory, I believe. This was the theory that I've been saying for the past year. I feel, and now I'm going back on it <laughs> for that exact reason. Because how does it fit into the Skywalker saga? It doesn't. Maybe they're her adopted parents or parents who were in charge of, uh, yeah, adopted parents right. uh, on Jakku, and those are the people that we saw that left. I suppose. Yeah. Um, so uh, no. Oh, I don't think it's the shopkeepers. I don't think so. I don't think so. Because Star Wars is is about family. It's about the generations. And that does not fit. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly about found family. Yes, that's true, too. I mean, Mm -hmm. there are a couple things that have thrown me off from this one. The fact that Ryan Johnson himself made such a big deal that Rose Tico is the story of anybody can stand up and fight. Right. Because I think that's why people liked this. Uh, because right. they yes. didn't like, like maybe we can get away from the the part of myth that's about dynasty that mm-hmm. only these you know three families can change anything. Right. Maybe right. we don't need to tell that story anymore. Maybe anybody can. So a Ryan Johnson just said, "I'm telling that story with Rose. Right. Don't worry." Yeah, yeah. And then also, like even if she is just uh, Ray Linda Antilles, mm-hmm. it's still random fate that she has this power. Yeah, it still doesn't change the makeup of Star Wars, where if anybody works hard. They can have the force. Mm-hmm. You have it or you don't. You're a chosen right. one or not, and you have that responsibility. Right. So that doesn't turn it into this great story of anyone can levitate their bootstraps up with the force <laughs> because you just you have it or you don't, right. and it's your responsibility. Yeah, it, it's almost it's almost too random for me. But again, I'm, I'm, I go Johnson's comments. Uh, her her parents or her lineage is 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 important to her. Yes. Yeah, that also could be a fun little game too. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, it, it's important to her that Luke Skywalker's her dad. Yeah. Might not be to you. You might want her to be a Palpatine. I don't know. That's when I really get uh, Star Wars nerd podcasty of well, what did Ryan really mean? <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. that's my biggest problem with just Bob and Jane is. This is a, this is a saga film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you tell that yeah. and make it meaningful, yeah. like in the moment of the film? That's always my yeah. litmus test of can I picture a scene? Yeah. You know, like who were my parents? They ran a a cleaning shop. <laughs> on yeah. Jakku in the Nima outpost. What? Yeah. Right. Maybe they got slaughtered at the <laughs> Jedi uh, you know, Academy. Who knows? Right. That, that, yeah. You know, there's a lot of. <laughs> they were the night janitors at the Jedi Academy. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't realize they were force sensitive. Mm. I'm so sorry. I should have protected them. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Uh, all right, so let's get into one of the other big theories, and I'll just say ahead of time, I'm okay with this one. I kind of like this one. Mm-hmm. Ray is born of the force, <laughs> mm-hmm. like Anakin. Yeah. Let's just start. I got some follow-up questions. We'll just start with the baseline. Mm-hmm. Jennifer, how do you feel about sudden force birthing? <laughs> I kinda, you know, I'm kind of liking this one uh, because at least it's a little bit more intriguing. I was loving the shopkeepers, Bob and Jane, but mm-hmm. this one to me, it's it feels right. Yeah. It feels very magical and mythological mm-hmm. that she was this chosen born of the force. Um, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Does it make you, um, how does it make you feel about what Star Wars is doing as storytelling? Does mm-hmm. it, is it getting, is that taking like the, the sort of Skywalker saga and taking it even a step farther of natural born humans are not what make change. It's whispers to midi chlorians mm-hmm. from the living force working with the cosmic force to yeah. randomly generate a, a yeah. bean like no you're right now i'm, going, I'm not trying to I'm talk you out of it i'm, I'm actually it. just I'm going, <laughs> i can't make up my mind um but yeah no i think that that is a fair that is a fair point it does kind of dilute yeah the yeah story. Uh, yeah I'm, I'm really torn like i'm honestly asking i'm not trying to make you change your mind because <laughs> no, i'm really torn myself because with anakin we've got all this level of mystery right. like mm-hmm. in canon there's insinuation mm-hmm. that he was made yeah by palpatine yeah uh but you can also imagine that the midichlorians just is like no he's gonna be the chosen one he's gonna make a difference we're just gonna make him so Ken, how are you feeling about all of it? I, I am okay with the clone. I not well, not the clone idea. That born of the Force. Uh, I am okay with it. That uh, the Force had some sort of reaction. The Force awakened, yeah, uh, and was like, I need to do something about the events of the world that is about to happen, or something like that. I I can get behind it. It is weird and wild. And I, I, as much as I love my wars in my Star Wars, the, the lore can be intriguing and interesting. And 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 if it's if if it's truly like. The force felt it needed to do something. Mm-hmm. That's a weird, wild, hippy dippy concept, but I can get behind it. But that's right. where the force comes from. Yeah. It's Northern California crystals, exactly. 1960s. Yeah, exactly. And you know, if we're accepting, though it's maybe brushed over, but if we're accepting that, uh, uh, you know, Anakin was uh, born of uh, Shmi waking up one day, going, "Well, that feels weird," uh, <laughs> then, then I think we're okay with it. I still think I actually. Anakin being born of the Force, so to speak, I like because it just kind of shuts the conversation down of, well, what came before? What came before? The only question being is Shmi Skywalker got her name from someone else. So there's yeah. Skywalkers before her. Right. Yeah, and is she Force-sensitive? Was she Force-sensitive yeah. is the question. The, the, the idea, I always took that she wasn't, but that doesn't mean the rest of the family wasn't. But So I, I like that the buck stops there with Anakin. Force says, yep, uh, I'm your daddy. Here you are. Boom, midichlorians put you out in yeah. the world. Um 
it, so it's not out of the realm of possibilities. Yeah. It just is, it can, like you said up top, can that be explained in a three minute scene? <laughs> yeah, real quick. Mm. Well, Ray, let me tell you who your parents are. <laughs> Nobody. Mm. How do you feel about it being the will of the force versus some other machination? Like we could have a real mirror of an insinuation right. that Snoke. Did made it, yeah. her yeah. through the power of the midi chlorians, yeah. which probably won't actually be mentioned. Right. But we'll never stop talking about them. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, what if Snoke manipulated the Force to create Ray? That's interesting. Yeah, that'd be that'd be interesting if, in the sense too, of well, then maybe well, then will she? Won't she go bad? Yeah, that that would right. add fuel to that fire. Yeah, right. yeah. And does that make her her father? So she feels right. like I've been looking for my family. And it's melty cheese face over here. <laughs> Made me through the forest. Golden robe. Golden robe, melty cheese yeah. face. He's like, I've got a robe father. for you. I fitted you for a robe. But it's like, if the force did it before, why wouldn't the force do it again? Right? Right. Right. So, it worked out really well the first time. Yeah. So there's some ups and downs. They got where they wanted to go eventually. But, but that's what it could be like an overcorrecting. It could yeah. be that. Mm-hmm. Could be. Uh, so to, to your question, I if if it's if Ray is of some kind of supernatural birth, yeah. I would want it to be the will of the forest versus some kind of a manipulation. manipulation. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. And I hadn't planned on asking this, but we're so close to it. I'm just yeah. going to throw this out here. It feels like the trailers, even if it's a misdirection, are suggesting that Ray and Kylo not only have massive power, but might have a specific thing they're supposed to do. Like right. Anakin was supposed to bring balance to the force, whatever that means. Right. But maybe they can literally on, maybe they can connect the unknown galaxy to our, to our known galaxy. Maybe right. they, they're keys, like in almost some hmm. Lovecraftian cosmic thing. Maybe <laughs> yeah. they can open the portal to some other yeah. reality. Yusan Vong. Probably not. Oh boy. Uh, oh boy. But maybe it is a, a concrete thing that one or the other of them can do. Right. If that is the case, do you think that supports her being made of the force so that she can do this like specific action. Yeah, uh, yeah, but that's a giant concept. Yeah, that yeah. they're going to have to put out in this movie. That's also about the resistance and the first order <laughs> and the space Borgs. necklaces. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I, I think that's probably far too hippy dippy. Yeah, but I but think it's, it's out something there. interesting. In that. All right, so we're going down the line to the weird stuff. We're going to go now into uh, this is kind of our last main theory. All the weird ones. Ray is a clone made from Luke's hand. She is a reincarnation of Anakin. Uh, she is a flesh-covered droid. I just threw that in. <laughs> I haven't read that one, but I'm sure somebody said it. But why not throw it out there? Yeah. Uh, any other? Uh, do you like the wilder theories? They're fun. The the, the clone from Luke's hand is is uh, it's it's one of the wild ones that makes you go well. There was that Luke's hand was supposed to be in the Force Awakens. Remember that yeah. that stuff that kind of leaked that that was the first shot, all those kind of things that that oh, at least yes. was in the script. So, so, so it always made me think. Always made me think. But sometimes I just don't know if JJ and team really knew. Mm. Yeah, they just mm. put it out in the world. Young girl on a desert planet. Yeah. Yeah. Right. How do you feel about cloned from Luke's hand? Like it's supported by the Star Wars world. We know there's cloning in it, and Luke's hand's got to be somewhere. Yeah, it's it's wacky. I mean, I <laughs> I kind of like it just because it is so kooky. But how are they going to explain that? Although Kathleen Kennedy recently in that Star Wars show interview, she said that that we're not going to get most of our questions answered. There's still going to yeah. be a lot of mystery left. Yeah. So maybe in oh. nine we will learn how they did the cloning. Man, we're going to have like another two years of this wondering. Oh, oh God. yeah. Oh, God. oh, yeah. We're, I mean, we'll have some content. <laughs> <laughs> we sure will. Uh, reincarnation of Anakin. Uh, nah. Yeah, just, nah. Just, just not Star yeah. Wars, right? It's yeah. born from kind of different it, myth it sources. It takes you down that Dark Empire, Clone of Emperor, Palpatine type of realm. You know, it's just a little bit out there. Yeah. Oh, kind of like a Mother Talzin, kind of Night Sisters thing. Like, oh, yeah. Maybe I can see that factoring into it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I kind of like ambiguous, dark force magic. The specific reincarnation of Anakin, mm-hmm. uh, that I want Ray to be Ray. Yeah. Even yeah. if she's made of the yeah. force, I just, I don't but want her to be. It would undercut what they've already accomplished with that character. Yeah. All right. Any major, I know, I know there are a ton of theories out there about like how she's connected to, you know, uh, Rebels characters and all that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I just wanted to talk about the big ones, not get into the flow chart sure. of, of mother, father, grandfather, yeah. granduncle, all that. And those might be true. I tend to think not, there's not going to be a relationship to Rebels. Yeah. Uh, yeah I think you're right. A little too deep. Uh, so I want to talk about what our wildest theory is. Mm. And you can give me a serious theory that's really wild or or we can just go wacky 
A wonderful word that Jennifer just employed here on our podcast. <laughs> What's funny because there's already so many wacky ones. Yeah, yeah. it's hard to get more wacky, How? isn't it? Get more wacky. Than that. Um, you know that maybe she was, uh, you know, born of the lightsaber. Maybe she's a kyber crystal. Maybe she's a living embody- embodiment. Maybe she's related to Yoda. Mm, yeah. Mm. Oh, Yoda and Yaddle. Yoda and Yaddle. Yoda and yeah, their mysterious just, species when they have sex that makes yeah, a human. And that, well, or that this is what Yoda and Yaddle looked like when they were young. <laughs> much like Gollum, the force kind of corrupts you, scrunches you, you down. Uh, something like that there. Nice. Um, you know, maybe she's Mon Mothma's daughter or granddaughter. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's, you know? Well, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we don't get into Mothma's love life too much. Yeah. She's a powerful woman, got uh, more important things, but I think Crix Maydeen's in the corner. Nice. Winking. I like it. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I was oh, going to go with uh, uh, that she is somehow created by the Kyber Crystal, since they're yeah. getting to be so sentient lately. Yes. Mm. And getting to have their way all the yes. time. And that's why the lightsaber's calling to her. Or I'll go uh, clone of Kylo. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't like that at all, but Don't, it's wild. It's yeah. wild. But it would take so Star Wars into together. a weird world, but there's like a point of, Half percent that I Point. can be like, oh, I can yeah. see that. I could see that. Jennifer, you got a wild one? I want her to be uh, the daughter of Lobot. <laughs> yeah. Just a why not? I just yeah. want to learn more. Yeah. I mean, it kind of goes with the she's not attached to anyone who is important, and that would be really, really fun. It would make people go, what? Yeah. yeah. What? Lobot just ordered her on his wristwatch. <laughs> right. Uh, right. All right. So we're gonna, that was the last question, but I want to close it out with just quickly, who do, what right now is our biggest guess? Uh, the, the, of of these, yeah. that I've, I'm going to put money down on, yeah. Uh, I uh, so tough. I know it's so I don't hard. Know anymore, I think you guys. Kenobi. Yeah. yeah, I think there's enough now for me to think that Luke. I don't know because because here, here's the thing, unless Han and Leia completely ignored it, and we're not we're having conversations that we're not that we're not seeing that are still happening. Mm-hmm. Like, why was Ray left there? Right? Yes. What was that for? Because we see that. And now, granted, it's a force flashback. She could be remembering things different or wrong. Maybe mm. Unkar plots hold her hand just because she has having some oh, yeah. memory of Unkar. Maybe it wasn't, you know? So um, I, I, I would I, – I, I, if, if I went to the Gold Coast Casino where I go every year for a wrestling convention and eat at Apple or Fridays at 2 in the morning, um, <laughs> I, I would say Kenobi. Okay. I would also go Kenobi. That's where I'm leaning right now. I yeah. look forward to being either spectacularly wrong or spectacularly correct. Yeah. Jennifer, what is your guess? I'm going to go with my gut, which is probably it's Kenobi. I think so. I, I was really leaning on that they were no one, uh, but I don't think that that would be as um, intriguing. I think it's more intriguing if she's right. a Kenobi. All right. It's good. <sighs> Yeah. We're playing, playing. Uh, I, I can't do the gambling talk. Playing the board, running, <laughs> running the table. Yeah, what do they say? Losing the money and gamble responsibly, please. Gamble <laughs> responsibly. I no. just go play Lord of the Rings slots. So. Yeah. So yeah, you you all listeners know us here at Four Center. We like to have fun. This is just what we're thinking. We are not putting money down on anything, and we can't mm-hmm. wait to see what the story is. And I think uh, we yeah. all have faith that whatever the story is, it will be well told. By the awesome team. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you've got a Ray theory that we didn't discuss or you want to talk about what your favorite one is, do so. You know where to find us. We'll talk about that more also at the end of the show. Now it's time to look at audience questions. We draw from a lot of different sources. And first, we're going to Twitter for Zach Edwards at Z underscore Edwards. He writes, my wife and I just recently got matching Star Wars tattoos. If uh, you were to get a Star Wars tattoo, what would you get? And they had a picture of a Falcon with I love you and I know on it. That is Mm. sweet. Um, I personally do not have any tattoos. Uh, Joseph, do you have tattoos? I do not. I've long been tortured with a desire and I never quite commit. Uh, Jennifer, you got yeah. a full sleeve, right? I do have some <laughs> tattoos. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and some of them were mistakes, which is why I have not gotten a Star Wars tattoo yet. Okay. But I will. I just can't decide. It Well, yeah, uh, part of the reason I don't have tattoos, I, it, it, it's a commitment issue. <laughs> it's a big commitment. And let me tell you, laser is not fun. Not fun. Did you have something removed? Oh, I had two things removed. Oh, wow. Oh, it's horrible. Really? Oh, oh it's horrible. Oh, wow. So that's why I have not gotten my Star Wars tattoo. Okay. The radio ads make it sound so fun to have a oh, tattoo right. removed. Like, do you need a tattoo removed? Come on into laser fun time. Zap, zap, zap. You smell burning flesh. I don't, oh. yeah. Oh, yes. There you go. It's disgusting. 
Gus. Not doing oh, that. Oh, Anakin on Mustafar smells. <laughs> really? Yeah. 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 Uh, if I got something, I almost did uh, this last year, and then I, it was honestly like a matter of time. Like, I, I can't give enough time to make this decision, but I, right. I, want, the, I want the Rebel insignia. Oh, so I feel yes. like that's something that I'm never going to... Yeah, it's, it's yeah. It's iconography that means even more than what it means in the story. It means resistance. It means hope. Mm. You know, right. It means all these things. And the question to me is exactly where to put it. Yeah. Uh, I... I I thought about see I thought about the imperial symbol, <laughs> but that that that's not a statement I want to make overall. Um, quotes and everything I don't know. Like I, yeah, so if I was to uh, I I don't know would I write rebel scum? I don't know. Like I, I this again, <laughs> Zach. This is the problem. Is um, is I I can't think of tattoos. There's no, almost nothing in my. I'm a baseball fan. I'm a diehard New York Yankee fan. I wouldn't dare get the New York Yankee logo logo on my body. I just I just don't I just don't think of it in those terms. So if I had to get something, I'd just probably say yup nup. Mm. Yep, no, neck tattoo that says yep. yep. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Uh, next question from Trevor Timmis. Logre was a shaman in the Ewoks culture, but do you think that meant he could have been force sensitive? Hashtag magic murder bear. Yeah. Jennifer, you've got to answer this one. Yeah, you know, I I I love the idea, which they did, right? The Ewok uh, Jedi? In the comics? Yes. Yeah, right? Yes. I know you would want an Ewok comic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, but I, I don't think that he is force sensitive. I think that think that if he was, then it the the whole uh, Return of the Jedi would have played out a little bit differently. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> I, I think that eventually, yes, we will get an Ewok that is force sensitive. That's right. my hope. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. I, if we can have therapy Ewoks, why not? I just can't see an Ewok with a lightsaber. I think that that's the thing that, that holds people back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the problem. And making a little shish kebab of Stormtrooper on their lightsaber. Not respectful. Yeah. Um, I think there's a possibility that he is force aware, mm-hmm. which I don't, I don't think that's a term. Okay. I'll, I'll float it out there if Lucasfilm wants to grab it for actual canon. Because like that's what they did with Jyn Erso. Like mm-hmm. she can't move things right. with her hand. She can yeah. feel things and they're really distant. So she knows it's there. And like, I like that idea for, you know, a, a shaman, like a uh, mm-hmm. like good old low gray that he is kind of aware of the rumblings in the force. You know what I think I was thinking of was there was this artwork of a Jedi Ewok and it yeah. was amazing. Right. Who I did think, that? I, I don't know. I've seen that. We around. saw that. Yeah, we yes, saw that that's where I was thinking. I was like, oh, it must have been in the comics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been keeping up on them. Well, I figure in the EU, uh, in the EU, you know, there's got to be there a Ewok somewhere be. in there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now looking at Patreon. Uh, Zach Anderson says, what is your guys' favorite Star Wars score from the movies? Mine to this day is still Revenge of the Sith. I listen to it most out of all of them. Hashtag prequelist. So he's talking about overall score from a collective Mm. movie. Mm -hmm. Um, That's, I'll I'll try to go first. Potentially back in the day was Return of the Jedi, which is weird because that would include like Lapty Neck and uh, Ewok, uh, the March of the Ewok thing, uh, which is t- still one of my greater, oh, great favorite great. songs. And then the throne room stuff. So I guess I still go Jedi. I've been listening to a lot of stuff lately and uh, even Rogue One, appreciating the Rogue One soundtrack a lot more um, than I did when I first saw it. So I- I'll-, I'll go Jedi. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is really hard for me because it's more the individual songs, you know, like the Duel of the Fates and Force theme and all that. Uh, and, and I love that Jetta song, uh, the Jetta theme in Rogue One. Oh, yeah. But for a whole soundtrack, I have to go Empire Strikes Back. I mean, mm-hmm. the Imperial March and, you know, it's got a, a lot of great, uh, you know, the Han and Leia's uh, romance themes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the music that plays it during, like, the asteroid chase, it's like a lot of great action music. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just got the exact right tone for, like, this is still uh, like symphonic and orchestral and sweeping, but drums and excitement. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I love uh, Empire. Yeah, obviously Jedi for sure because of Lappy Neck and because of the <laughs> yeah. Yub song, which now I like Victory Cele- Celebration. It's kind of got that yeah. new agey vibe. Yeah, no, I like that too. It's I like it, even though we replaced uh, you know Yub there, but uh, yeah. I, I like that. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, this. prequel stuff's great though too. You can you can put together a pretty nice soundtrack if you start pulling all those parts. I mean, Williams did great there. there Amazing. It's always been a lot of saving grace for those prequels, even for prequel haters. Uh, final question coming from Casey Key. Uh, she takes her time here with a great one here. As prequelists, are any of you interested in a Padme novel or comic run, or even a Padme adjacent? The focus of the original trilogy is centered around Luke and Leia's father, but in recent years, I've been wondering if they ever uh, search out information on their mother. After all, they have a family on Naboo, grandparents, an aunt, two cousins, seen in Attack of the Clones, deleted scenes, and Padme's funeral procession. Procession and Sith. I also have uh, this uh, idea wondering if Padme's nieces ever fought for the rebellion, <laughs> inspired by stories of their aunt, or if they served in the Empire. If Lucas filmed a story directly with Padme, what part of her life would you be interested in exploring? Time as a young queen on Naboo, maybe exploring her early role in what would become the rebellion, canonizing some of the deleted scenes, and from Return of uh, Revenge of the Sith. Uh, yeah, I would love this. Mm-hmm. Love this stuff. I almost suggested, like, you know, Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things wants to do, like, young Leia. Yeah. Oh. But maybe just a slightly younger Padme. I don't know. She doesn't look as much as Natalie Portman as she does as a younger Carrie Fisher. But uh, I, I could get behind that. Yeah, there's so much there. And you're so right, Casey. The, ty- the, the family on Naboo yeah. is very intriguing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's a part of me that wants to learn that either – Sadly, they all perished, you know, during the Empire's reign or during right. the, the Galactic Civil War. Right. Or uh, find out that a little bit more detail about uh, Luke and Leia reconnecting with them. And there is some of that in the comics, there's right? There's some in the comics. Uh, yeah, there's some in the comics. And then they're so close in Leia, Princess of Alderaan. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, yeah, that, 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 uh, I'm so intrigued because if Panaka kind of stays close to Palpatine out of loyalty. What yeah. happens to her family? What are they? I mean, you know, I know they weren't necessarily aware of, uh, of, of Anakin or all that. Guy. I mean, mm. what happened to him? I know all those questions, but I'm very intrigued by her, her, her extended family and, and her, her siblings and all this stuff. Um, you know, if you canonize those deleted scenes, uh, I, I definitely think there's stuff there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think the main thing that I, yeah, I want all those expanded stories. I love the idea of making it solidly in canon that Padme did help start the rebellion. Mm-hmm. But I think the main thing I want is I would love just a novel of Padme's journey through the prequels so that we could see her internal right life mm. written by Claudia Gray or Ooh, Beth Revis. Oh, that's the winner. Uh, that's it. Yeah, that's it, the winner. I yeah. didn't think of it in those terms. I mean, there's yeah. the expanded places you can go, but just seeing what she's thinking and feeling. We see so much more of her in the Clone Wars and all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you could you could just like I mean, we, you know, we're able to retell New Hope yeah. from a certain point of view. Ah, you might have just tapped on something there. Yeah. I got to How do we get this into the world? <laughs> we'll put it out there. Delray, are you listening? Yeah. Oh, how about yeah. you, Jennifer? What do you want for more Padme? You know, this is Casey, you should write this because this is fantastic. <laughs> I actually I'm I'm not I pe- people love Padme so much and I and I enjoy her, but I want to learn more about her. Yeah. And I think that like what you're saying, Joseph, would actually be a really exciting way to get to know what she's thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I like it all. I like it all. Yeah. I have nothing to add. I rewatched Rogue One after reading Rebel Rising. Yeah. And I enjoyed the movie even more. I already enjoyed it, but having that background of really what Jen had been through, what she's thinking, mm-hmm. what she's feeling, made that movie explode. And a, a book like that for yeah. the prequels, where you know some of their faults in execution you could fill in, be amazing. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That's a winner right there. Great questions by all. Casey, Zach, Trevor, Zach again. Different Zach. Uh, <laughs> two Zach special here. Uh, we appreciate your questions. You guys out there, if you have questions for us, you can find us on our Facebook page. Like us there. Send us questions there on Twitter at Fourth Center Pod. And if you want to support on Patreon, patreon.com slash Fourth Center. And just $2 a month, Joseph, gets you some good stuff. That's right. At $2 a month, you get access to our monthly bonus episode, Finish the Fan Fiction. We're also building two a new goal at $700 we will do an audio watch along of one of the Star Wars movies that will be available for our patrons and you can find out all the information at patreon.com slash force center that's right and don't forget we are on uh, iTunes Apple Podcasts write those reviews uh, the next benchmark uh, will get you get us a special episode we love doing the big data bank brawls with characters you know and love uh, so uh, go on rate and review on there we're on Google Play and on TuneIn which you can check and don't forget we're on Stitcher too we've been on Stitcher since the beginning good <laughs> folks over there we forget to say that sometimes 
as well. Merchandise on T Public as well at tpublic.com slash user slash force center. New designs are on the way. So that is it for now. Before we sign out, let's take a moment to show uh, you folks where you can find us out there in the social media landscape. Jennifer? Yes, you can find me on all the social media sites, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, at Jennifer Landa. I have things coming up soon. I'm <laughs> I don't know when. Exciting. We'll find out. And Joseph. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can check out my website, josephscrimshaw.com for upcoming shows and check out my other podcast, Obsessed. That is on the Feral Audio Network. You can dig back in the archives and find episodes with Ken and Jennifer and all sorts of our friends at Force Center. Absolutely. You can follow me at Ken Napsock. I have a podcast and Napsock Files and on Anchor with the show Daily Thrones. That's it for now. Give us your Ray theories. We want to hear them. We've got a long time, potentially, to still figure this out if it's not answered in The Last Jedi. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.